Hello there, and welcome to episode 16 of 8-Bit News on Feltham FM, brought to you in proud association with our partner, NRG Marketing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, or literally anyone that's listening, maybe their dog, I don't know. Yeah. Um, welcome. Hashtag not all dogs. Yeah, hashtag not all dogs. Uh, mm. Welcome back to uh, 8-Bit News on Feltham FM. Yeah. Um, we're Happy back. New Year. We took one week out, because, um, you know, things went down. Mm. Some Some stuff happened. Yeah. We had to get sorted, but uh, it's sorted now. It's a new year. Yeah, new year. New year. New, new year, not new me. <laughs> you know, new Has- year, old me. Yeah. This is 2015 me. Yeah, hashtag new year, old me. No one wants to know 2015 me. 2015 me was a train wreck. 2015 me was, I don't know what 2015 me was doing. <laughs> 2015 me was weird. Um, <laughs> right. So this week we're going to be doing something we haven't done in a little while. We're going to be doing some reviews. We're going to be reviewing some games. And at the same time, I'm going to be attempting to play a game. I'm going to be mm. attempting to play uh, either Football Manager or Transistor, depending on how well the Football Manager game that I currently have running is going. Uh, if it goes very badly, I will save and then I will quit and I will play Transistor instead, mm. which will very much distract me from the job at hand. But oh well. True um, professionalism here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, of course, true professionalism. I am, I am the poster child of the of the idea of professionalism. Mm-hmm. So we'll let Maisie start because I'm a little bit preoccupied at the moment. Wait, but you have more than me, so wouldn't it make sense for you to start? Yes, but I'm busy. Um, no, I think you should go first. No, no, I don't think I should because I'm about to give my teen talk, and this okay. is very important. To Fine. Me, okay? So this is literally this is literally going to be me doing a review and then just sitting around while Kieran does his like four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you I, have two reviews, don't you? Uh, I have two reviews, but one of them is for something different. We're doing something. Oh, yeah. di- we're, we're doing, doing something a bit different, which we'll let you know a little bit later. We're doing something a, d- a little bit different, uh, yeah. which we will inform you of when there's something a little bit different comes around. Yeah, don't worry. We will warn you. Don't, You'll realize. Yeah, don't get it's don't, not don't, don't get too worried. Right. So you do your review while I play this match of Football Manager. Okay. Okay, well, I hope you're paying attention to what I'm talking about. Sure, sure I am, sure I am. Right, this is a game I decided to review because I'm pretty sure that a lot of people listening to this won't have played it, and it is a game called Asagawa Academy Normal Boots Club. Now, it's a dating sim, don't judge me, because it's actually good, and I'll explain why. Judging you intensely right I now. I know you are. It was or, made... Well, judging you intensely, but also judging my defence intensely, because you should not be doing that. Oh, <laughs> thank God it didn't go in. Oh, this is going to be brilliant to listen to. It was made by uh, mostly by two girls by the names of Cara Hillstock and Daniel Hargrave. Uh, basically, yeah, it's this dating no. sim. No! Oh, no! Kieran, oh. Kieran, Where was I shut up! Where was the marking? Sorry. Can I, can I also, please did finish you say, Did you say two girls, one called Daniel? Danielle. Oh, I thought you said Daniel. No, it's Danielle. Oh, okay, that makes Danielle sense. Danielle Hargrave. Now. That makes sense. Basically, it's a game where you play as a girl called Hannah Mizuno, who is a transfer student with pink hair and a mystery past. You want to join this normal boots club, which is this prestigious club for only the coolest people in the school, and compete in their gaming tournament. Now the whole question is, will you compete in this tournament? Will you win the tournament? And will you gain the love of one of the normal boots members? It's a brilliant concept. Um, if the term normal boot sounds familiar, it's actually because they are actual YouTubers that you can date, and they gave this game their blessing because they did all the voice acting for it. This is basically everyone who is on the Normal Boots network. So, John Tron, Peanut Butter Gamer, Pro Jared, Satch Bags Goods, Shane from Did You Know Gaming, The Completionist, and The Free Guys from Continue. And if that's not enough for you, if, if anyone else is fangirling completely right now, because I know I was when I heard of it, it also includes all of the guys from the Hidden Block network, so that's Cad Icarus, Youngtown, Brutal Moose, Jimmy Wetzel, Space Hamster, and Balrog the Master. And you can't date those people, kind of, but yeah, they're still in the game. 
Um, putting all that aside, the visuals of this game are beautiful. I love the art style. They did a bunch of CGI stills on it to like keep in pace with the story. And all of the routes have different stories. Every single guy you can date has different stories and they're all engaging and in-depth. It has original characters as well and they are a joy. You have your best friend Mai and I love her. She is like, I wish she was my best friend in real life. She's so lovely and I love her. Cheers. Oh, be- girlfriend, just shut up. <laughs> Fine. She's she's a waifu. <laughs> Whatever, keep going. I'm sorry, I've offended him now. He's not yeah. even listening, he's playing a game. I'm not anymore because my defence threw it away and I lost 3-2. He gave up. I was 2-0 up at half time and now I've lost and that's on my record. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. Moving on, it has all original music. It's a really good atmosphere. Um, Yeah, I study music and I can say that the music is excellent in terms of how it is put together because it fits all of the atmosphere perfectly. Changes depending on what choices you pick and the situations you're in. It's just lovely. Um, it's also very non-obtrusive, like it's very natural there, to the point where you can just, it's it's one of those revision kind of music soundtracks you can just listen to while you're revising, which is great. Um, the voice acting, the real people, obviously all the real guys did their voice acting and they're great. Uh, the original characters are also fantastic, they got really good voice actors and I love them. Um, there's only an improvement I would give, and I want to date the hidden lot guys, and you can't, and that makes me sad. Well, that's not technically true. This is a spoiler, so if you want to play Asago Academy, don't listen here, but there will be a spoiler. You're going to give oh, that I'll, spoiler oh, warning? Oh, I'll put my fingers in my ears. Spoiler warning! Ah, ah, ah. a really aggressive spoiler warning. Aggressive spoiler warning. I've had two hours of sleep. Come on, I'm, I'm, everything I do is aggressive right Fair now. enough. Um, there, you, in one of the hidden routes, you can date one of the hidden block guys. You can date um, Brutal Moose, but if you know him in real life, he's gay. So it really doesn't work out. You you ask him out and he goes, you know I'm gay, right? See, the thing so, is, I, all hmm. I heard was, like, brutal moose. And I was, now all That's I'm picturing name. is just a moose with, like, like Rambo moose. No. Just, like, dual-wielding, like, massive AK-47. Oh, no, his name's, his name's Ian and he's a cinnamon roll. Well, a cinnamon roll, like S-I-N, cinnamon roll. So, yeah. Uh, um, my only other improvement would be it has a lot of deus ex machina moments. But to be fair, it kind of calls attention and like satirizes it, so it's all good fun. It's fine. Um, also, it's free. The game is entirely free. It's on. You can download it on the computer, and it's entirely free. You should all go play it because you don't have to spend money on it. And that is why, uh, in combination with literally everything else I've said, I'm going to be giving this game a nine out of ten because I love it. Well done, well done, well done, well done. Thank you. That's your first review. How do you feel about that? It's my second review, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's your second review, isn't it? It's my first review of a game that isn't a FNAF game. Yeah, your first proper review, then. Mm, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Your first review that no one else will have have done. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Unlike mine, that is just games that everyone's reviewed and completely trashed Mm. or, or said they're very good. And the first game I'm going to be reviewing is Doom. Now, for those of you that have been listening to this long enough, you will know that I actually reviewed the Doom beta when it first came out, and I said that the Doom beta was actually kind of boring and actually kind of naff, and I probably wouldn't be getting the game, but then it was on sale for like 15 quid at my local game, so I bought it. And I just want to ask you one question. Uh, Bethesda, are you okay? I'm, d- I'm only asking, I'm just worried about your employees, because you keep churning out these really good games at this really quick rate, and I, I mean, it's really nice. You're just worrying me just a little bit. What, you think, like, they know that the world is going to end? Yeah, they're just like, we're just going to preoccupy these people and then we'll go to the moon or something. <laughs> just, like, colonise that. <laughs> like, Doom, for me, was the best shooter of 2017 by a long, long way. And it was one of the best games released of all of the entire year by quite some distance. 
And I'm coming from an entirely campaign-based view here because I haven't dabbled in the multiplayer as of yet, but the game is still absolutely brilliant. And even a poorly executed multiplayer system wouldn't be able to take away the sheer joy uh, you feel of flying around each and every single level as Doom Guy on a mission from God to tear the heads off of all the demons he can find. The guns all feel really satisfying to fire and the upgrades really add to each gun individually. They're, and they're meaningful. They actually help you when you're playing the game. And the way you get them is really fun when you actually just rip them off of a robot who's just like carrying this little box. And you're just like, no, I want that. Mine. Um, and then you just chuck the robot to one side. You're a monster. The game also has a somewhat dark sense of humour, with the opening of the game perfectly reflecting you, this. As Doom Guy wakes up with no armour on, he's just chained to a table and nothing but his boxes. Just, just, but no mere chains can hold Doom Guy. So he basically just <laughs> like moves his arms up just slightly, and the chains just snap. Shatter. And then he, and then like this demon just comes over to the table, and he just smashes his face into the side of the table, gets up, and just murders everything. Doesn't right. um doesn't Doom Guy sound like a superhero? Doom Guy sounds he does sound like a little bit of a he's na, more na, a super na, villain. Na, na, I feel. Na, na, Doom Guy. Yeah. Na, 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 but Doom guy. like whenever the game begins to get heavy on exposition, Doom Guy will just break something or just decide to smash stuff up for no reason at all. Oh, this like, is boring. Like the first time you get any exposition is like from this hologram on this pad that just like swings around and it's just like, hey, you shouldn't do this, and then he's just like. I just imagine he's just really confused and just angry, and he's like, and he just rips it off the wall. And you're, just not, like, you're not me. Just like punches it and like throws it into a wall again. And this game is what I imagine it would be like if humans gave a gorilla power armor and then decided to set it loose in the middle of a city. The gorilla just gets really angry and mm. decides to smash up everything it sees until it's had its fill of ruining people's day, and then it just returns to doing whatever it does in its downtime. I feel like that's basically what would happen if you could kill Na'vi in Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this for me leads to the first and really like only one of two complaints I have with the game though, this far, which is Doom Guy himself. Now, while it's really fun <gasps> to play as a hulking six foot tall walking shrine to steroid abuse in power armor, it can get a little bit dull after a while if you begin to think about it too much, which I do. When I play a game, I like to get to know a character on almost a personal level. Like, I could picture what Rivery Gerald does on his day off. That or sounds really what dodgy. Nathan, what, or what Nathan Drake could buy at Tesco's if he had, like, a fiver. Like, but Doom Guy, I don't really get anything like that. Mm. Like, I couldn't picture Doom Guy playing Monopoly without smashing the board and probably a wall if he got, like, placed in jail. Like, I couldn't see him going home and taking some weight off by having a bath or, like, reading a good book. So he's All I can like... see Doom Guy is is breaking everything and ruining mm. someone's day. He's a one-note character. He's a very one-note character, but mm. it suits the game. And I don't even think he can talk. He probably just grunts and yells <laughs> intently. But, like, back to the good stuff. Do you reckon he can only say one, one line? Like, Groot. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. can only say, I am Doom Guy. Yeah, probably something. <laughs> no, he's probably just yelling, just intense screaming, just all the time. <laughs> Right, now, back to the good stuff. This game does away with all of the little inconveniences that modern shooters are often held back by. It's like reloading, uh, relying on ammo for your choice of weapon being dropped only by an enemy holding the same weapon, or not being able to just, like, do anything and sprint anywhere. This game does away with all of those things. The guns don't have to be reloaded, so all of your ammo is just available to you from the off. The lack of distance options for for your combat with your weaponry actually forces you into close combat, and it makes it far more precise. And the crunchy combat melee system is allowed is just allowed to show off and shine. 
and it allows the game's glory kill mechanic and the chainsaw mechanic to work their magic. The glory kill mechanic is where if you get someone to a low enough health, you can basically rip their head off, rip their spine out, or like punch them in half. Uh, the chainsaw, basically what you will have is you have a chainsaw, you go up to someone, you chainsaw them in half, and then ammo spills out of them like they've been eating it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the past three years. <laughs> Right, and if you do run out of ammo for your favoured boomstick, do not despair, for ammo pickups do fall out of corpses at the aforementioned rate. The ability to sprint absolutely everywhere offers a wonderful change in gameplay pace from the dull modern corridor shooters of nowadays. Uh, you can go into your menu settings and literally press a button that says sprint all the time. <laughs> and when you do that, you don't even have to hold the trigger in. You will just... Yeah, you will just sprint everywhere. Like, you don't even have to stop. Like, if you press the sprint button, nothing happens because you're already sprinting. Sonic. Yeah. And the grenades... cool. Yeah. The grenades, yeah, they're a bit rubbish. They're my second and only second floor. They're a bit rubbish. You throw them. They explode with all of the force of a wet fart. And then they kill... But they kill stuff very well. (laughs) Overall, if you want a really great, fast-paced game that encourages close-quarters combat and looks absolutely stunning, buy Doom. I'm going to give it nine decapitated demons out of ten. But seriously, Bethesda, what the hell are you doing? Did you make some sort of deal with Satan? Mm-hmm. How are you making all of these amazing games? I sold games? my soul to the devil to yeah. make good games. Well, if you sold your soul to the devil, then you're probably going about paying the devil back in the wrong way by shooting all of his minions in the face. Very true. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, Bethesda. How, 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 many, how many years has Bethesda been a company? Uh, a long, long time. Is I it over exactly. 27 years? Well, I will I will check. Because I, I they can't could check be, because they, I don't have any internet. They could be part after. of the 27 Club, you know. Like I don't know what that means. There's a bunch of musicians where, like, there's a bunch of musicians that got really successful all of a sudden, and they all died at the age of 27, and they were all found with white lighters in their pockets. So that's why now white lighters are considered unlucky, and they say that they make, sold their soul to the devil to be successful at music, and now they have to pay back to the devil. Yeah, but they turn Bethesda 27 don't have died. music. They don't do music, Yeah, but what so if they sold their soul to eh, the devil? Whatever. Bethesda sold their soul to the devil, and when they turn 27, they're just going to die. Are we seriously talking about how Bethesda have sold their soul to the devil? Mm-hmm. I don't think that happened. I think Bethesda just make really good games. I'm just really, like, into conspiracy theories. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> right, uh, am I just going to go on straight to my second review? I don't really have another one. I well, can I, just... I can sit here and write another one if you I'll, want. I'll just leap in. I'll leap in, because okay. Mr. Manning isn't going to like this. Uh, it's Ooh. The Division. Uh, Mr. Manning, I believe, has sunk a good like ninety hours into this game. Don't um, just don't like, call out Mr. Manning. No, no, he's genuinely opposed <laughs> to me even reviewing this because he thinks this is a brilliant game and I think it's absolute trash. Um, so those of you who have actually listened to the show last year um, will remember my hatred for this game's beta, knowing no bounds. I said I was never going to play it, and I said none of you should either. And a lot <laughs> of you took my advice apparently because this game didn't sell very well. Um, however, there was the recent survival update, which um, it was it piqued my interest. Turns out that was DLC, and I wasn't forking out more money for this game. But uh, it doesn't get better. Uh, the guns still have all of the impact of a pea shooter, and they just feel weak against all of the enemies you're presented with, which, may I add, are the most incredibly boring adversaries that I've ever had the displeasure of laying my eyes on. They're all different variations of a dude in a hoodie. Because, oh wow, I'm so intimidated by a guy in a hoodie. Oh wait, no I'm not really, not at all. It just doesn't make any sense. Oliver Queen? No? You're not intimidated by him? Guy in a hoodie? No. The arrow? No. No? No. Not intimidated at all. Wow. At all. I'm hard. What can I say? Um, So hardcore. I know. Much hardcore. Um, 
all of the enemies that you are supposed to be using these high DPS weapons on have health bars the size of the equator. It is massive. I'm not even talking like the width of the equator, the length of the equator. <laughs> these health bars go on forever. There are some enemies that you just can't damage no matter like your level. I've, I, I went there as a level 1, I couldn't damage him. Came back as a level 20, still can't damage him. Yeah, I leveled my character to 20, I had nothing better to do. I, I like how you do that, like, even if you know something's trash, you'll yeah, just keep, keep going, going just, just to spite it. Yeah. The story had potential before it was butchered by crappy voice acting, awful dialogue, and f forgettable characters, and the most dull, repetitive set of missions known to man. Go to the place, shoot the people, and then, and then do Go the to thing. another place. Go to another place, and then shoot the people. Go to this place, and then pull a switch, and then come back. And then go to the place and shoot the person. It is the most dull set of missions I've ever had the annoyance to be performing. The game does look pretty. I'm not going to lie. It looks quite nice. And <laughs> New York is very well rendered. But it doesn't have any water effects, so you automatically hate it. Of course. Um, you can close car doors, which, <gasps> you know... I've always wanted to do how that. How revolutionary... Other than these points, there are no redeeming features I can find with this game. It does become slightly more fun when played with a friend, but I had to literally pay 15 quid to this friend to get him to buy a £10 copy of the game. Because <laughs> he wasn't willing to buy the heap of garbage that is The Division for himself. Even then, the missions quickly got boring all over again, and we started acting as the new as the new New York pest control, and we killed any stray dog we came across. We actively suck, like sort them out just so we could put them down. It's not a fit environment for a dog to live in. Let's be real here. No, no, no don't act like you're like you're doing some great act of heroism here. You're not. You're killing a dog. I got bored. I got after, bored, so I resorted to murder. After don't a judge while, me. we were so bored that we. Decided to venture into the dark zone and simply sneak around and observe the complete mm -hmm. heap of smelly garbage that is this game's multiplayer. Ooh. We were immediately killed by an overleveled mob that we couldn't even damage. Then we respawned, went back into the dark zone, and we were killed by one dude in a decent position who was level 54. How? How are we supposed to compete with this? No, we were not going in at the overleveled sections at the top of the map because the dark it. zone is one large level made of multiple sections of which the enemies inside do not scale to your level. You have to go in at a literal certain point on the map to play against AI that are of your level. So it's not like one of those cases where it's just like, well, you got to get good scrub tough. It's more like, no, this, it's is, just this is just rubbish. unfair. Yeah. Yes, and anyone of any level can access any part of the map. I can go in. I we went in at the level like 9 section of the map which is like the first point at which you can go into the dark zone. We went in, we got killed by level 54. Straight away, no hesitations. This level 54 was here and he was just like, "Well, now you're dead." It was really really irritating and we couldn't do anything. Words cannot describe how dull this game is. It's not bad enough that I it's not bad enough that I can hate it outright, but it's bad enough that I can find it a boring heap of New York trash. I give this four dead dogs and trash bags out of ten. Oh, okay. It's that's, just, that's very bad. It's boring and awful, and every colour is a different version of grey. It's just rubbish. Not the greyest thing I'll be reviewing today, actually. Okay. It, it could be... Uh, there is another greyer thing I will be reviewing later, but I'm not going to give that away. Do I'm you want to um, say that. 
do you want me to? Because while he's been doing that, I've just um, because I just remembered, I did finish a game today. Ah, you did, actually. Yes. yes. So don't act like you knew that. I did know that actually. What, what what game did I finish today? You finished Mirror's Edge today. <sighs> he looked at my book. Hang I on, didn't look did. at your book. I just know you've been playing Mirror's Edge for a while. That's really freaky. It um, is really freaky. I'm just psychic. That's so all I yeah, can say. So yeah, as he's just said, I finished Mirror's Edge today. Yeah. I'm not good at Mirror's Edge. No, that's you're not. That's probably a good thing to start, but start with pointing out. I was playing on easy, but I'm still not that good at it. Now, when I first heard about the concept of this game, I was like, yes, this is going to be fantastic. Because the first time I heard of it was after I'd played the kind of running on the, on the rooftop section in Uncharted 3. And I really loved that. And I was like, this is great. A whole game about that? That would be fantastic. And yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. I'm sorry. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion because I don't really know people's opinion on this game. Is it? Do people really like it? Or? Uh, it, it's, uh, it's kind of a cult hit. A right. lot of people like it, but then a lot of people are like, well, it's short and it's not very good. Mm. That was basically my experience with it. I really wanted to like it. I love the idea of the gameplay. Um, but it just it was just really finicky and it was just too hard and I had to keep replaying sections and I just got really frustrated with it. Especially with the bits where you were up against like lots of enemies at once. And it's like, oh, you've got to pick them off one by one. It's like, I just want to run and jump. Like The only bit I liked was the bit where you chased the guy. Because I felt like that really was conducive to the gameplay. Everything else where you had to like run away or like get through enemies was just stupid to me. Considering that it really didn't match up with the gameplay. I'm not into shooting. But so I didn't like the shooting bits either. So the whole gameplay could have been really refreshing. And then they ended up resorting to, oh you've got a gun to shoot people. It's like, but this isn't mm. what I wanted. And there's one section where you have to do that. It's not even like it's optional. You have to. Yeah. Um, the only thing I like from this game were the visuals. I think the kind of block colours, kind of very minimalist aesthetic was really cool. Some people might see it as being lazy, and to begin with I thought it kind of was like that, but it makes it really clear where you need to go, because you've got runner vision and everything you need to go towards is in red, it works. Is I that really... like Batman's detective vision? Um, kind or like, of. Like, or like uh, eagle vision? Stuff or you... like Witcher sense? Stuff you have to use, like for example, mm. if, there's like a, if there's a pipe you've got to climb, it will show up in red. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's like uh, the witch's, uh, witch's sense, where anything that you're supposed to detect is, like, red, and you're like... Yeah, basically. Mm, it's like that. Oh, look at this. This is a bloodstain on the ground. Ooh, mm. look at what it represents. Except, you know, there are multiple ways around it, but it will kind of <laughs> tell you the way it wants you to go, the basic way. But yeah. there are other ways around different bits. That thing, that's bits alright as well. It would just be better if the controls actually were good and worked properly and didn't give me motion sickness. Um, 3D platforming. I oh, First yeah. person platforming. I feel like it could have been good and it just wasn't. Like, music I love in a game. I don't remember what it sounds like. I don't remember what any of the music sounds like in this game. It's so forgettable. The story was forgettable. I got bored. For the second half of this game, I would sit down and I would just turn the sound off and I would just play while wa and I would play it while watching YouTube. That is how little I cared about the story. So I can't really review the story of it or the audio because i don't remember and i don't care so overall mirror's edge purely because of the fact that i did finish it and i suppose it gave me something mindless to do i'm gonna give it like a five and a half out of ten yeah oh, fair enough so yeah it so was just naff. it was so meh after i mean maybe it was just anticipation i thought it was yeah. gonna be good and then it just wasn't so i'm sorry if i've just offended anybody yeah, but like it's my opinion it. and not yours so shut up they've been listening to me for two years they can deal with it True. Um, right, I'm going to do my final, my third game review. I've got a possibility of doing two more, but um, this is my third one, and this is the one where I am going to be needed to be restrained, because I am about 
to trash something Karen, ready. so badly it will never oh, come back Oh, it's this one. It is this one. This oh. is the game that I've been telling you guys I'm going to be reviewing for a very, very long time. This is the game called The Technomancer. Dun, dun, you dun. thought I hated The Division. Oh my <laughs> lord, it gets worse. I got this game for five quid after three months after it was released, which wasn't a good sign. It is still the worst five quid I've ever spent. To put it in context, I once bought a five pound kebab that I got food poisoning from, and I would rather have that kebab again <laughs> than buy this game. The mechanics simply don't work at all. The NPCs following you around are so dumb they get caught in doorways or bits of interior with worrying regularity. I think they may actually have brain damage. The main <laughs> character is the biggest dullard I've ever had the displeasure of playing as. And on top of it, the character creation scene is the worst one I've ever seen. There are basically no options and they all look dreadful. There are four different combat systems, but none of them are actually that different that they make absolutely no difference to the way that you play the game. The fact that you can switch the styles on the fly could have been interesting if it wasn't implemented about as well as any gun control policy in America. Oh, I waited until fired, I waited literally. until quite a way into this game to find an interesting enemy. And it was a giant praying mantis. And then, even this giant praying mantis I've been paired against decided to attack the opposite side of the arena to me. Eventually, when I killed this thing after hitting it in the butt a thousand times, a cutscene began and my character was promptly knocked on his backside by the miraculously still-alive beast I just remembered shooting to death. <laughs> it's appalling. This is game design at its worst. The visuals are uninspired and rubbish. They look like it could have been rendered on a GameCube. The story is possibly the worst I've heard in a while. It's disposable trash. Don't what even is bother. What is it story? is not worth your time. One undercooked kebab out of ten. What is the story of this game? I don't even know. Oh, okay. I That's how annoyed I was by this game. I didn't even pay attention. It was just so worthless. Mm. Arrgh, oh, arrgh. oh, dear. I need to break something. I feel like I've turned into Doom Guy. Um, there's a pencil. Do you want to break a pencil? No, I'm not going to break that pencil because that might be Sirs. I don't have anything else for you to break. Except for a tube of lip gloss, but that would just be terrible for your hands. Okay, it's okay. Just calm. Just deep breath. Okay, let's breathe in for four. Out for four. Okay, I'm done. No, Good. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is this where we start talking about the interesting little different thing we're doing? Yeah. We do can do the interesting little different thing. You do yours first. I need to decompress. Okay. Let me let me explain what we're going to be doing. Basically, I believe it was a little while ago that uh, the Film Reel podcast talked about a video game. They talked about The Last of Us. I they did. Yeah. They talked about The Last of Us. Now. Come at me, Film Reel. Yeah. I'll so take you on. they kind of started a bit of a turf war. I'm going to be honest. So we bring thought, it, bring it, turf war. We bring thought it'd it be nice if we stepped on their turf a bit and we did a couple of film reviews yeah. of video game films. They did. They did one game review. We're doubling that. We're doing yeah, two we're film doing reviews. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me, Film. Come at me, Film Reel. We're ripped. Come at us. Yeah. We're ripped. Get good scrubs. So I'm gonna do mine first. L2P nubs. This was the main reason I kind of wanted to do this because I just love this film so much and so I wanted to talk about it. Um. I'm going to be reviewing Wreck-It Ralph, which is a Disney movie, a Disney video game movie, and if that doesn't spell absolute genius to you, then I don't know what will. Um, the main story, it takes place in this kind of old arcade, which honestly I'm surprised it's still open, considering that it's set in the modern day. What kid nowadays is going to go to an arcade? Me. Well, what kid, honey? You're not a kid. Mm, me. You're not a ten-year-old. Shut up. Ten-year-old at heart. Shut up. And it follows the... Uh, the bad guy, who's Wreck-It Ralph, who's voiced by John C. Reilly, who does an, ama who does an amazing job at it. There were air quotes Brilliant. there of a bad guy. Air quotes. Yeah, bad guy. On his quest to prove, as Zangief says in the movie, just because he's a bad guy does not mean he is a bad guy. 
So, you know, just kind of him trying to prove that just because he's been labelled as being the bad guy in the game doesn't mean that he actually is a bad guy in real life, that he can be nice and he can be a good guy. Um, even though we got we got a really great main character here, something nice, some depth to go along with, it's a great supporting cast as well. Um, something which I've written down as being the candy brat, because that's what I call her. Um, Vanellope Von Schweetz, who's voiced by Sarah Silverman, is from the game Sugar Rush and acts exactly how you'd think a kid Sarah Silverman would act. All that needs to be said. Are you okay? Yeah, no, that's just a character name that's just still sinking in. What, Vanellope Von Schweetz? Yes. Uh. Oh, there's other there's other ones like that. Like, I believe there was also Minty Zaki, oh, Taffeta Muff- Mutton Fudge. Yeah, they all have very stupid names in that game. Um... And Fix-It Felix, who was voiced by Jack McBrayer and is the hero of Ralph's game and is basically following along him along, determined to get Ralph back to his game so they don't get unplugged, which is very scary. Scary times. I love this movie, if you couldn't already tell. It features classic favourite characters from like games like Sonic, Pac-Man, Mario, Street Fighter, and that's just naming a few, as well as the newer games, the original games which they've brought in which are Fix-It Felix Jr., which is similar to Donkey Kong, Sugar Rush, which is Candy Mario Kart, literally, and Hero's Duty, which is this really violent FPS, which really sticks out in, in amongst everything oh, else. Oh, I think I've heard of that one. Oh, yeah. it's They've actually made, I believe, I'm not sure about Hero's Duty or Sugar Rush, but they've definitely made the Fix-It Felix Jr. arcade machines, and you can play them at Disney, and I've played them, and it's amazing. Um, Isn't it just, like, Rampage or Donkey Kong? Um, kind of. Basically, Ralph comes along and he smashes up all the windows, and then you've got to go along fixing them as he keeps breaking them until they're all fixed. You so play as Fix-It Felix. So you, basically it's Rampage where you play as the, the clean-up crew. You play as a carpenter, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay. It's brilliant. He's a handyman. Um, story is really cute, and the visuals, they're adorable. Like, especially how different they are. Like, you go from this Hero's Duty, which is this, again, very dark FPS kind of thing, where there's, like, aliens everywhere. And then you go to Sugar Rush, which where everything is made out of candy. It's beautiful. Um, Jane Lynch's army sergeant character is my waifu. I love that character so much. And like her backstory is incredible and hilarious, and I love it. I won't spoil it. But I think in the I she, know of it. I think she, I've seen um, it. The, the tagline is, she's been programmed with the most tragic backstory ever. So go watch yeah, it to no, find I, out what I that is. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Overall, very enjoyable watching for both people who are fans of video games and people who aren't. My only complaint of it would be that when you watch the trailer, there's loads of these shots of, like, famous video game characters, like, you know, Bowser, the ghost from Pac-Man, um, Zangief from Street Fighter, but, the like, the, the bits they show you are literally all that is in the movie. Everything else just focuses on their original characters. That's not a bad thing, but it just kind of feels like false advertising, because I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go on this adventure with all these game characters I know and love, but then they're just in it for really brief cameos. Yeah, so that's my only complaint, but other than that, I really liked it. Side note, Felix's voice is the cutest thing ever, and I love it. It's adorable. Just His, like, inflections and the way he talks is just really cute, and I really like it, so just point him out. Uh, overall, um, again, I really like this game, so I'm going to be giving it a game. I just said game. See, that's how good of a video game movie it is. I call it a game. Uh-huh. I'm going to be giving this video, this video game movie a 9 out of 10. Okay. Now we're going to move on to... Um, <laughs> Now it's my Kieran's. turn. The jumper's coming off because I'm getting angry off. again. Hoodie's off. Get off me, hoodie. <laughs> so here comes. Ass hat. Get on the ground. Kieran's less than 
positive review of this movie. I need to get back into the Doom Guy state of being really annoyed because guess what I'm reviewing? It's the Assassin's Creed trash. Which I haven't watched. I think we Don't. should establish that we haven't watched each other's films that we're talking about. So you're saying I shouldn't watch Assassin's Creed? No, don't I'm watch say- it. I'm saying you should watch Wreck-It Ralph. I'm saying nobody should watch Assassin's Creed Ooh, ever. Okay. Because it's possibly the worst movie I've seen in the last year or so. It is absolute garbage. I have not seen a more dull movie than this with a more exciting premise. Now, I'm going to prefix this by oh. saying that the scenes set in the past, the actual historical stuff, was really well shot. It looked really pretty. It was relatively well acted. It was all actually spoken in Spanish because it's set in Spain. Oh my god, And it really? was all Spanish and all subtitled, and it was actually quite good. There were some plot holes, which I will go into, mm-hmm. but... I you will. Why? Why would you have to put the actual stuff in the future in this? Everyone that played the games can agree that the stuff in the future is the worst stuff. So why is more than two-thirds of this movie stuff set in the future? That's why? Beautiful. Why is the, all of the good stuff relegated to less than a third of the runtime of this movie? This movie is absolute garbage. I do not care about any of the main characters in the future setting. The only three characters I care about, maybe, would be the awesome dude who's, like, an assassin in, like, this, like, facility who has five lines, um, but he has, like, this really cool weapon, and I was like, I wonder what he's going to do with that. I have what no idea it? how he's going to use it. It's like a Freddy Krueger claw glove. Ooh, and I was I like, one. I was like, how are you going to use that? And then they never show it. The other two characters I actually care about are two characters in the historical setting one character is uh, aguilar who's the main um assassin dude who's played by michael fassbender who's actually really good as aguilar but he's really crap as callum lynch he's oh. awful and rubbish but i'll get to that later calm down calm down <laughs> calm down and then there's his assassiny like girlfriend sort of thing who i'm really sorry i don't know the actress's name and i don't know the character's name either because it, it's never said but they are very good and they do some excellent stunt work and they do some very good acting and there's some actually quite good writing in those sections of the game movie not movie i know that's what yeah it's it's difficult we talk about games normally and then we move to the future it is the worst thing i've ever seen i genuinely couldn't tell you which of those it's not marion cotillard it's not her because Charlotte, she's in the future scenes. Is it Charlotte Rampling? Because that's, no that's the only other woman on the screen. Here. No idea. I couldn't tell you. Let's just say it is. Let's just Maybe. Say, for, for, for posterity. One of them. I don't know yeah. and I don't care oh. about any of the characters from the future. We're going to start this off with Marion Cotillard. Uh, actress I respect. She's been nominated for Oscars. She's been in some excellent movies. Why was she in this? No idea. It's absolute trash. She's naff. She is genuinely the worst I've ever seen her in this movie. She is painfully bad. It is awful. Her performance is so wooden and one note. You can't predict what she's going to do next. Not in a good way, but in a really awfully inconsistent tonal way. As in, like, one moment she'll be like, Oh, yes, we have to get this stuff so that we can be all powerful. And then the next moment she'll be like, But this dude, he might get hurt by getting the thing and I don't want that. Is it like... No, make up your damn mind, you stupid French woman. Is it like Attack of the Clones where, like... You can tell that he, like, um, George Lucas literally had a line, like, of exposition that needed to be said and then just assigned it to a character at random regardless of their motivation. I don't know. I stopped paying attention to line delivery and started getting really annoyed about a third of the way well, through this well, movie. Well, does she just constantly just skip around in motivation and just completely changes how she feels based on what needs to be said? Yep. We need a conflict. Her. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Right, so she was awful. Uh, um, in the At the start of the movie, there's a three-minute section uh, of Aguilar going through his assassin initiation. 
and something really cool happens in that scene. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that actually wants to go and see this heap of garbage. If you do want to go and see it, my advice to you would be watch the bits in the past and then any of the bits in the future, close your eyes and go la 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 la. I kind of want to. I kind of want to know what happens at the beginning. You can put a spoiler warning. Right. I'm not spoiler warning. It. I'm not going to do the actual like clacks and sound because I really can't be asked. Right. So in the first three minutes, what happens is Aguilar's going through his assassin order training, and there's something that's always slightly bugged me about assassins, whereby they, you know, they've got the hidden blades on the wrists and stuff, and they pop yeah. out. How don't they cut their fingers off? And I figured they they figured it out, and they put this in the movie. What happens is, in oh. their assassination, they have to put their hand in this certain in thing, initiation. and they get their ring finger cut off. So their ring finger's cut oh. off, and that's where the blade comes through. And that was a genuinely a really cool scene with a lot of emotional impact, and it had a lot of weight behind it, and I was like, this actually could be not shit. Oh, that's shit. where the pop vinyl has yeah. a, is missing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this oh, actually okay. could not be awful. And then the rest of the movie starts. We see young Callum Lynch, <laughs> whose mum's just been killed by his dad, who just so happens to be an assassin. He doesn't realise that either of them are assassins, because they both are. But it doesn't start there. It starts with young Callum Lynch on the roof of a building on a BMX, jumping from the building <laughs> to the shipping crate on his BMX, because he's cool, rad, skater dude, yo. Yes. Wasn't that cool in the 90s? I don't even care. It's not anymore. It's so annoying. And you know what he does? He what puts up it? his hood, because heavy-handed symbolism is heavy-handed. Um, and then he puts his hood up, he makes. The, he doesn't make the jump, he smashes his back wheel into the corner of the shipping crate and falls down, and then he cycles home, because that totally wouldn't dent his wheel. He cycles home, finds his mum dead, and his mum... Uh, in, later in the movie, it's revealed that his mum was killed because her... Like, I'm, again, just, just this review will be filled with spoilers. I just have I'm to. Not, I'm not watching it. His mum died because his dad ended up stabbing her in the throat. He, she forced him to, and oh. she was supposed to have bled out from a throat wound. She didn't bleed out from a throat wound. I checked. There was not a single cut on that lady's neck. There was no blood anywhere to be seen other than on the floor. There was no cuts anywhere. This thing was a PG-13 movie. This means it was 12 or 15 rated in England. Yeah, it's cool. It wasn't an R-rated movie. This movie should have been R-rated. So I needed to see the violence because otherwise I don't understand how things happen. I don't get it. In a movie like this, with games where they are 18 rated, you need to make it an R-rated movie. Deadpool did it, and Deadpool was still a 15 here. I went and saw Deadpool, and Deadpool was great. Why not do it with this movie? It would have actually helped the like the story to have been able to show this stuff. Like you know that your effects are good when like Jacksepticeye's Halloween video has better like blood effects in it than yeah. the movie does. Yeah. This movie was absolutely dreadful from start to finish. It had some awful plot holes. Even the historical bits, there was just a dude on a, on a cathedral spire. They're escaping from this place where, like, some stuff goes down. And they're escaping, they're doing some, like, roof running stuff. And, like, it's genuinely pretty cool. And then they, like, climb up onto this cathedral. And they're on, like, one of the spires of the cathedral. They're just on a ledge. And okay. then a guard is just there. He's just there on the ledge. Hey guys. He has a sword. He doesn't even have a bow or arrow or, like, a crossbow. He just has a sword. He was just like, yeah, sword dude, we're going to put you up on that cathedral where you can't do anything. I feel like that's kind of, like... I feel like that's kind of like faithful to like video games though when you just got people in random places. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it makes good I'm not saying it makes for a good movie, I'm just saying that's probably faithful to games. No, it doesn't make for a good movie. It makes for a complete trash movie. It's the worst movie I've seen in a very, very long time. Am I getting the hint of an undertone that you might actually not like this movie that much? I hate this movie <laughs> with a burning passion of a thousand fiery suns. There is no words that can sum up my hatred for this movie and its future plots. 
the past if genuinely if they made a movie just of the past bits that was maybe like 45 minutes long i'd go out and i'd buy that but cut it together yep cut it together half an hour worth of like past stuff where it's just Aguilar, just in Spanish, I would watch that and I would buy it and I would happily pay the £2.50 that I watched to go and watch this movie. I would pay that money again. Oh, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. I'll just cut it, I'll just cut it together. Just but that. I swear to Jesus, if this movie is released and is not immediately discounted on DVD in price, mm-hmm. uh, someone's dying. <laughs> someone's going to die. Do a kid's going to die today. Because I am so angry about this movie it has so much potential and then it wasted it on a crappy script with awful dialogue wood and acting jeremy irons was in this movie mm-hmm. poor jeremy irons Wait, what's he been in he was in batman v superman he was the he was alfred in batman v superman oh, yay. um jeremy irons legit good actor like a very good actor but he's been in com- two complete trash bags of movies batman v superman and now assassin's creed i was about to make a joke about like oh actually no batman vs superman's really good but i was like I, people, no. people might not think i'm joking so i was worried to even make i would have joke. ended you right there and then Martha! yeah um and like jeremy irons was in this movie he shouldn't have been in there he was just there for the paycheck you could tell hmm. and damn brendan gleason showed up Brendan Gleeson was just there. He wasn't even advertised as being in the movie. He'd Again, you were no telling me who that is. Like... Have you ever watched In Bruges? No. Um, oh, God damn. What other stuff has Brendan Gleeson been in? Tell you in? what, you keep um, talking, I'll Google. Yeah, Google who Brendan Gleeson is. But he was in this movie. He's a fantastic actor. He's really. Oh, he was Mad Eye Moody in um, Harry Potter. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was in this movie. He had, like, one scene that was a throwaway scene that was really awful. And he was in this movie just for the paycheck. He wasn't advertised. He did no promo. He was not very good. Basically, just don't go and see this movie. Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you from the from the bottom of my black, tiny heart. Don't go and see this movie. Because this is... it has literally spoiled my week. I went oh. to see this movie. It ruined my week. It's ruined probably my entire January, unless La La Land that I'm going to see today is any good. Now, please, I implore you not to go and see this movie. I'm giving this a none- I'm giving this a naught. The future stuff gets a, a naught out of out of ten. It gets a nothing because mm. it was complete garbage and boring. The past stuff gets a five out of ten because it's the sort of thing I'd watch, but there was too little of it. It was so tainted. In average, this thing gets like a two and a half. It would get a two and a half if the past stuff wasn't so awful. If I could have given it less than zero, I would have. So this thing gets a one out of ten. A negative. Yeah, thing. it gets it gets a it gets a one fake throat stabs out of ten. Oh. It's awful. Don't go and see it. This is incredibly reminiscent of um, when I first saw The Last Airbender. Yep. Exactly how I felt. Yep. Because I perfectly understand like the, the sheer betrayal mm-hmm. that you feel. Like, the when Last it's Airbender just, like, is one of only two movies I've ever walked like, out of. Because I loved Avatar. Like the show. Mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender was like one of my favourite shows. And still is. It's like one of my favourite shows of all time. I went to see this movie and my brothers would, ju- would just tease me for ages after this. They were like, oh my god, that was so rubbish. And I was like, the show was so good. Shyamalan, what have you done? Why Just... would you do this, Shyamalan? Shyamalan, why? Why? Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, so... there's our, there's our. We're stepping on your turf, film That's, reel. Yeah, come at me, film reel. Mm. Um, come at us. L2P you stopped doing. You're gonna. You're gonna stop doing. Uh, like, f- like reviews of games that are about films. Yeah, like, come at me, scrub. Good luck ripped. with those. Actually, are there any game? What games are about films? Beautiful Joe. Uh, he gets trapped in a world based on movies, pretty much entirely, and. Um, okay. There's probably a few others. I can only think of that, like... Only, movie, st- only movie tie-in games. I can only think it. of You Star 2, which is the one where it puts yeah. you in the movie scenes. No. 
Yeah. I'll do a review of that game. That does oh, so yeah. well. It has so much. Right. I think that's all we have time for. Yeah. Uh, that's all of my reviews. And that's I think all that's all of your reviews. Yeah. So I think we're going to call it quits here, people. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us get very, or me get very angry. And yeah, I mean, I had, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. You had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I just got really, really annoyed about three times. Yeah. So well done, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. I mm-hmm. hope you had a wonderful uh, Christmas period. I hope you had a very nice new year. We're back. Um, we're back. We'll the, be back. The boys are back. Oh, yeah, you that's just right. Stole film their real. We're stealing well. your tagline. Come at me. <laughs> um, the boys are back in town. Uh, the, the lads and lasses are oh, back. Thank you. Um, we're coming for you guys, film real. We're mm-hmm. coming for you. Yeah. Take us on. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. It see was you next lovely. week. Bye. Bye.